It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E-C-O.uk. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Amy Gledhill. And me, Ian Smith. I come from the northern town of Ghoul. And you might be able to tell from my accent, I come from Hull. And to our shame, we have been living in London now for ages. Too long, and we want to catch up with all the news that's been going on up north. This is Northern Northern News. And welcome to Northern News. Hello. How are you doing? Yes, I'm absolutely fine. And I'm absolutely fine as well. Mm. Oh, no, I'm good, actually. I don't know why I said fine. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, do you know what? I'm good as well. Good. I'm I'm actually very good. All right, well, I'm fantastic. I'm over the moon. I'm the happiest I've ever been. Oh. Oh, that's that makes it so sad. sad. Shot myself in the foot there. That's Ian Smith. FYI. Oh, yes. And I'm Amy Gledhill, BA Honours. Oh, yeah. I couldn't remember yeah, me what, too. what my letters were. It's weird we got the same surname. <laughs> we're all BA Ons. BA Ons. Bans. Bahons. Bahons. De Bahons. That's just two degrees. What are we like? What a. What a start to the end. This is the sort of cerebral conversation you have when you got two bahuns in the same room. Bahun, bahun, bahun. It's an academic pod. It's a clever one, this. This yeah. week, I've got a feeling it's going to be clever. Yeah. And let's let's put this immediately to the test by saying, Ian, what have you been up to this week? Um, well, I got a Sainsbury's shop. Pretty intellectual to me. Yeah, I did a Sainsbury's shop and... Um, what confused me mm. is that um, as you're doing your shop, you put all your shopping in, I want it delivered here, I want it delivered at this time. But then Sainsbury's pops up. Yeah. It's doing a little bit of market research. And it says, where did you hear about Sainsbury's? 
Where did you hear Where about? Where did you hear about Sainsbury's? <laughs> and it had a few options. And I was like, you better have an other so that I can write, I've always just fucking known about Sainsbury's. Not walking down the street going, what the hell is that? Huge. Looks like a sort of orange Tesco, that. And going in and going, wow, it's got everything. Sainsbury's, taste the difference. I wonder what that is. Wow. So, yeah, I got just come, I was trying to rack me brains. Where did I hear about Sainsbury's? Do you think we're born knowing, like it's an instinct? Mm. You know, I think like so. we're born knowing, like the roar of a lion is probably danger. It's yeah, been passed yeah. down now. It's in our genetics. Yeah, you can't have someone who is like and going like, "Oh yes, what do you want?" <laughs> Hello, cooey over here. Mm. But I think in my head, I think Sainsbury's come about after I was born. Maybe because I remember there being a William Lowe's. Do you remember them? <laughs> no, I don't. William Lowe's. Um, <laughs> Billows. I'm pretty sure that was there. Billows, for Billy sure. Billows. Yeah. Um, that was the big Billy supermarket. Billy Lowe mates. Billy Lowe mates. Can't help myself. You couldn't call a supermarket that. <laughs> Billy Lowe mates. Google, have I imagined <laughs> William Lowe's? We used to have one near where I lived in Hull called Leo's. Leo's. Could be that. Did you have Leo's? But there was. But then there was another one. I'm just trying to look up on Wikipedia for Sainsbury's. 1869. And that was before you were born, was Yeah, it? yeah. By John James Sainsbury, of a shop in Drury Lane in London. He's Ooh. a cockney. Oh. Ornament and picture frame maker. He's fucking branched out, hasn't he? He really has, yeah. Come get your ornaments and your picture frames. And your aubergines and tampons yeah, and yeah. ice cubes. I wonder if it was that odd. <laughs> <laughs> I do ornaments, picture frames, uh, aubergine, <laughs> tampons, <laughs> two for a band. <laughs> And ice cubes. <laughs> you got to keep your tampons cool in summer. <gasps> That's a genius idea. What, ice cold tampons? Not ice cold, but cooled tampons. Cooled tampons. <gasps> For the hot summer months. That's genuinely brilliant. Do you think, um, I'm like, no one else can have that idea. That's Amy's. <laughs> Is that how you do That's copyright? Yours. That's mine. <laughs> copyright. I'll have a bit ice of it. Cold. Yeah, it feels weirder for me to... Um, well, we're going to business together. I've had an idea, ice cold tampons. <laughs> Is that what you want? Wait, hang on. Hang on. Was hmm? your story that you did a Sainsbury's shop? <laughs> yeah. Is that... <laughs> Nothing's happening in my life. I've got no big stories. I just but that was it. plod about... It wasn't... There wasn't like um. No, I did a Sainsbury's shop and I got asked a weird question. That was my Oh, idea. that's it, that's it. That, I re- Ian, I remember. <laughs> Ian, I do remember. Yeah. yeah, but that is it. That's great. Why, what have you been up to this week? Try top that. <laughs> I woke up and I wrote a note on my phone because oh. I thought I'd cracked... I thought I'd cracked comedy. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, I genuinely woke up being like, I have to write this down immediately because this is going to change my life, this new idea. Ian, I'm going to do a character. Oh, no. Called Barry Casablanca. <laughs> that's as far as I've got. Barry Casablanca. Barry Casablanca. And I'm going to... That's I've only got the name so far, hmm. but I really do believe it's going to change my life. What do you reckon Barry Casablanca is going to do? Oh, it's up, it's up for grabs. Hmm. All I've got... I just woke up and I thought, yeah, it's called Barry Casablanca. I think he's going to wear a suit jacket. That's like that's kind yeah. of all I've got at the minute. Yeah, sparkly one. No. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. B- big grey one. 
big grey... Big grey suit jacket. And Barry Casablanca. It's funny if his surname's Casablanca and he's really dull. <laughs> and he's never seen the film. Yeah. Refuses to watch it. People keep saying, oh, after the film, and he's like, I hadn't seen the film and it's my fucking surname. <laughs> after the film, what my surname? I was born before the film. Yeah. The film's named after me, Barry Casablanca. <sighs> I mean, I think there's a lot of sun in this character, actually. I think it's going to be great. So I've written down Barry Casablanca. Your next Edinburgh shirt. Yeah. Him and Gladwell follows up successful <laughs> debut show with a character show called Barry Casablanca. <laughs> Where she's got no ideas for it whatsoever. She seems to have nothing but a grey suit jacket. <laughs> What's not to like about that? No, I've I also like written down in the same document, Roy Piss. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's I like, like that. It, so it's all good. It's M- all good stuff. My name's stuff. Roy Piss. Roy Piss. <laughs> oh God! Imagine if your surname is Piss. Roy Piss. Is Piss a surname? <laughs> the Piss family was found in the USA <laughs> and the UK between 1891 and 1920. The most Piss families were found in the United Kingdom in 1891. In 1920, there was one Piss family living in Kansas. <laughs> This was 100% of all the recorded pisses in the UK. Wow. Oh, the yeah. piss family. So I think it, they've either just naturally died out because no one's wanted to marry them and take the yeah. surnames, or they've gone, let's change our name. To Urine. Yeah. Mr and Mrs Urine. I think there is Urine as a surname. Is Urine a last name? There are 732 census records available for the last name Urine. <gasps> yeah, this is on Ancestry.com. Would you rather be called piss or urine? With piss, it's just straight down the line. It's piss. You can't... Like, with urine, you can maybe go, oh, it's urine. But that's still bad. Or urine. But with piss, you can't go, oh, it's... Piss. It's pice. It's pie. P-I. <laughs> pice. Ian Pice. Oh, my God. That's such a, that's another character. I could do a character called urine Pisces. Yeah. Urine. Well, what a big week for us. It's been... You've come up with a character that you got nothing on and I've done a Sainsbury's shop. Can't wait for this episode. It's been a big week. Shut that door. Talking about names. Yeah. Roy Piss. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know if you remember that. I've forgotten about that. Yeah. <laughs> Extinct baby name making a comeback in 2023. Oh. Alongside others from its era. Extinct. Really? Baby name, yeah. T-Rex? <laughs> Dodo. <laughs> no, it's a name that I didn't think of as extinct because it's not extinct. There's definitely people, I used to, I used to go out with one. Really? Yeah, but then if you put... Montgomery. <laughs> Can you imagine me with a Montgomery? Because oh, I'd give it a go. Yeah. I don't think they would. <laughs> it's uh, it's a, the sort of name that you put baby in front of and it is quite funny actually. Baby in front of. You know, if you put like, so like, baby Ian, baby Amy. Okay. Baby e. Alfred. No. I don't know. So it's listed as a trending name alongside the likes of James, David, Jack and Sarah. Mm. So it's in that category. They all seem very common. How would it be extinct? Well, this is what I mean. But the <laughs> there's a big rise in 2023 in parents calling their little boys Gary. Oh, yeah. Baby Gary. Yeah. Because Gareth, you're like, yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah, But are you talking on the birth certificate? On the birth certificate, Gary. Gary. Fucking hell. Yeah, baby Gary. Baby Gary. I think it's actually, when I first read it, I was like, that's funny. Mm. The more I think about it, a little baby called Gary is absolutely adorable. Yeah. 
You'd expect Baby it to be able to talk immediately. Yeah. Or just tut at something a woman said. <laughs> the mum says something to it and goes like... Ugh. Or like reverse uh, a van into a parking yeah. space. You hearing this, Dad? <laughs> Cockney, of course he is. <laughs> Why wouldn't he be? Why wouldn't Baby Gary be Cockney? There's um, mm. a really great stand-up in the North called Kate McKay, but she's originally from Canada. Mm. And I remember her having a bit of stand-up about the name Gary because I don't think it's very prevalent in really? in Canada and she said it's it's as close as you can get to naming your baby gravy <laughs> I was like yeah it is yeah. there isn't a closer name yeah. so maybe it's the most northern name there is mm. baby gravy yeah would you do it I think I'd be tempted <laughs> gravy I think sounds more like a baby name than Gary <laughs> like a little nickname is my little gravy but my little Gary my little baby Gary yeah do you know what? Baby Gary, I can sort of get on board with now. Imagining Gary as like a two-year-old is, do you know what I mean? In little dungarees, like yeah, bumbling yeah. about. Gary, Gary, yeah. stop it. I'm being told off at school when you're like eight. <laughs> Gary, stop messing around. Gary. You expect the janitor to turn around and be like, catch out with me, what are you on about? <laughs> little Gary. Little Gary. It's Gary's yeah. fourth birthday. <laughs> You'd think it was like Benjamin Button who's going backwards yeah. or something. Why have your kid come on and was like, oh, can I stay over at Gary's tonight? And be like, who the fuck is this Gary? <laughs> you tell me what's happening here with Gary. One of your teachers? Sick bastard. He's six years old. Oh, yeah, is that what he's been telling you? <laughs> Fucking hell. Bet he's got a full beard. <laughs> he definitely comes out with a full beard yeah. and an anchor tattoo on his fist. How did you get an anchor tattoo in the womb? <laughs> We'll have to call him Gary. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Gary's not a name you give someone. They're born with it. They're born with it. I think mm. Gary's a chosen. Yeah, yeah. Gary. Mm. Derek, I think, would be quite a, another. Maybe Derek. Del. Is Derek short for something? Or is Derek the full Derek's name? Derek's the full name and you can shorten it to Del. Wow. Or Del Boy. Yeah. Don't know if you've you know, heard there of that. There was no Ian's, no Ian's born. If I just Google that. Not one boy was called Ian last year. <laughs> um, that's from a Daily Mail article. No way. Not one. Yeah. Not um, one boy was called so Ian. So it's 2017, so 2016. Oh. No Ian. <laughs> and, you know, Ian, I think it's like, that's like a normal name, right? No else. No one else. Clarence and Frank. I'm in that fucking gang. <laughs> Ian, Clarence and Frank. If you meet three guys, you're like, oh, there's Ian, Clarence and Frank. Someone's going, oh, what a weird selection of names. Yeah, that's mad. Fucking hell. Imagine like 10-year-old boys called Ian, Clarence and Frank all hanging out together. Yeah. Ian, Ian, where are you going? I'm going to Clarence's house for tea with Frank. <laughs> this is right. awful. That Every other name. Two of them at least are paedophiles. Yeah, at least. <laughs> at least. The other names, um, Frank, Clarence, Ricky, Edmund, Gus, Roger, Bertram, Clive and Roald, as in Roald Dahl. <laughs> Unpopular girls' names, Scylla, Bertha, Cynthia, Janice, Anita, Marcia, Mildred, Dorothy, Edna and Bonnie. It's fucking all people's own. And me. <laughs> and Gary. Yeah. But Gary's coming back. Good. I'm really happy with it, actually. I think it's really nice. Lily, Amelia, Theo and Noah are among the most popular baby names so far in 2023. Mm. Noah, I feel like everyone's call, calling their child Noah. Yeah, I'm God. sort of bored of it now. 
Yeah, I don't want to give my kid a biblical name. No? It's like Noah, but he's asking for Christmas. Like, oh, I want a puppy. And be like, oh, I bet you do. I bet you want a puppy. I bet you want a male and a female puppy. Yeah. I bet you want a fucking male and female cat and a male yeah. and female elephant. Yeah. And we're going to fucking put them in a big boat, you dickhead. And they're like, I'm two years old. I don't yet have the concept of an ark. Yeah. And you've gone livid. Yeah. You've gone... I've bought 86 pets. You've gone ape shit. But then you've gone ape shit again because yeah, you needed yeah. the two apes to get on the ark. He's gone double ape. He's gone double boat ache. <laughs> ache, ape. Ah. So close. Podcasts are hard. <laughs> um, so that's that's the news about Gary. Hello to any Gary's listening. Hello, Gary. Hello to any Ian's listening. Any Clarences, any Franks. Yeah. I will not be saying hello to a single Noah. If yeah. you're listening, you call Noah. Get it out your ears. Please email in if you're a Clarence. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Six pound for a pint. Can I tell you a story about the North? Yeah. Guest horrified by bizarre wedding meal with plain Yorkshire puddings and baked beans. Oh, wedding meal. This is a wedding. This is a, a wedding in Leeds. And my guest has shared photos of the event's luxury dining featuring plain Yorkshire puddings, tuna pizza and baked beans. And listen, I like Yorkshire puddings, but this, this wedding meal looks fucking shit. Wait, tuna pizza? Tuna pizza. Tuna pizza? Yeah. They've gone for pizza, sure, and then they've gone for tuna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of all the flavours. I'll show you pictures of some of these. This is, the the starter is um, three Yorkshire puddings. Yeah, I'm in. Sands gravy and two little bits of, like, herb on the side. Oh, no, that... It's oh, that's sad. really bad. That's a wedding. Oh. Plain Yorkshire puddings, no gravy, no sauce, just a sprig of parsley. Oh. A sprig. I tell you what, it's a little sprig. It's a baby sprig. It's a tiny little sprig. It's a baby Gary Sprig. Um, oh, God. I'll write that down as a name for another character. I'm Gary Sprig. <laughs> Gary Sprig. Joining me are Roy Piss and Barry Casablanca. <laughs> It's good, getting it's a good, good old gang now. It's good. The main is some chicken with some on it I don't understand. Two roast potatoes, I think a carrot, but the pièce de résistance is um, they've cut a hole in some cucumber and shoved some green beans in it. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Just That's um, awful. It's hard to describe it, really. Do you know what? Have you ever watched Kay's Cooking? No, no. Oh, my God, there is a YouTuber who I love called Kay. Kay's cooking. It's a sensation. Is it she's... intentionally bad? or No. Oh. But she knows she's not brilliant. Yeah. But her videos are... The food is sort of like... She, like, she is genuinely trying her best, but it oh. is, like, real bad. And it's all... Some of it's definitely not... Like, the meat's not, not cooked or edible. Yeah. And she's always like, oh! I burnt myself and it's all like a sun film it's absolutely like it's the worst and the best but she is like a legend yeah. right and she's always in like an a big Iron Maiden t-shirt in like this like tiny little greasy kitchen in Burnley or something mm. but it looks like Kay's cooking has done the um, yeah the catering for that I've never seen anyone cut a hole in a cucumber and, and put anything green through, beans it. through it surely the green beans are hot and the cucumber is cold you would think so yeah well, oh. the weirdest bit is the um, those who don't fancy the chicken can have the fish dish. 
And as has already been revealed, the fish dish is it's like a plain tomato pizza with some tin tuna flakes <laughs> oh, put on top. Please. With some um, chips and then a little side of beans for your tuna. <laughs> Can I have some beans with my tuna, please? I can't believe that like a catering company has done that. A catering company? They, they must have done. They can't, that can't be a catering company. Oh, it can't also, be. You can just see an empty pack of Haribo by the plate as well. <laughs> Sprinkle that on top of the tuna. Ah, and voila. Yeah, trying to see who's done it. But apparently someone's saying that could have been the kids' option, actually, the pizza with tuna on. Um, I don't think that makes it better, though. Yeah. I'd say potentially that makes it worse. Yeah, I like Yorkshire puddings, and I probably would have enjoyed those free playing Yorkshire puddings still a little bit. Yes. But you've got to do better than that. You've got to do your gravy. Also, Yorkshire pudding, the ingredients are so simple. Yeah. You could make a Yorkshire pudding. Also, I feel like they've not maybe planned or budgeted for a starter. Yeah, well, last minute. <laughs> At last minute they've gone, we need a starter. Right, take them Yorkshire puddings off that plate. Yeah, yeah. Someone's just gone, oh, What's your starter for the food? <laughs> and they've just run to a shop. Um, put Aunt Bess's the, out the of The middle business. bits of cucumber, you can have them. Or you yeah, can have... We've got a shit ton of them <laughs> left over, actually. Let me tell you, we got a shit ton of them. I saved them because I knew we'd need them for summer. <laughs> the middle bits of cucumber. For what they've spent, if it's like mm. a money issue or something, for what they've spent, they could have had one good meal. Yeah. But they've... Um, and they fucked it with... Buying tins of tuna and a pizza. Yeah. Tins of tuna are pricey. Yeah. You're blowing your budget on brine. Danny boy, <laughs> the brine's a brine in brine in brine. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> it's, it's a chaos app. <laughs> it's a briny, briny episode. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh, Yorkshire puddings. Now it's time for our special guest, Nabil Abdul-Rashid, who, um, according to Wikipedia, was born in North London and at some point moved to Kaduna in northern Nigeria. That's our first double northerner. Um, Nabil, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me on. I'm being the math geek that I am. You know, the double north uh, then ends up making me south. because you know, double <laughs> negative. So I'm now uh, 
proud resident of Croydon, <laughs> South London. Oh, really? Um, so that's where you live at the moment, Croydon? Yes, that's where I live. The, the legendary area of Croydon. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you're like a big fan of Stephen King, but you know, he always sets his books in these places that seem to have some sort of dark, mystic energy about them. And I think if such a place did exist, other than Birmingham, it would be Croydon. Uh, I'd love to see The Shining set in Croydon. Yeah. I don't think you would. I that's would. Just, that's just Croydon High Street on a normal day. You know? <laughs> like, I go to horror movies and I watch it. I'm like, where's the scary part? This is just a normal. This is a lovely <laughs> neighborhood. <laughs> the scary wow, part wait. is when you leave the cinema. Um, Where are you calling us from? Are you from a northern place right now? No, I mean, again, to us South Londoners, everything is north. (laughs) So at the moment, I'm uh, in transit in an Uber in Birmingham. Oh, so you're more north than us right now. Oh, you traitors, where are you? We're in London. We're in London. Oh, I know. For shame, sister. For shame. I know. So you are technically our northern correspondent for the day. Yeah. Yeah. What we like to ask any, anyone who's experienced another country to ask if there's a north-south divide. So this is going up off your Wikipedia information that you um, yeah. moved to northern Nigeria at some point. How long were you there for? And is that true? Oh, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that it might not be true. true. <laughs> I went there for a two-week holiday as a young kid and came back as a teenager. So uh, Wow. Yeah, I, I, I spent my formative years in northern Nigeria and there is a big, big, big north-south divide, I'll tell you that much. Oh, really? Um, We're culturally, religiously, morally, ethnically completely different from the rest of Nigeria. You know, you think north-south banter is bad here. (laughs) We had a civil war. Yeah, it does make us seem a little bit um, stupid when we're going, ah, people take the piss out of northerners sometimes, and yeah. I mean, they do the same to us, to be fair. They call us cattle rearers and... You know, there's this perception that we're dumber. And oh, stuff. really? Yeah, we're we're very country. We are the equivalent of hillbillies in Nigeria. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I grew up on a farm. Oh wow! What kind of farm was it? I mean, we we had dairy and poultry, and obviously this is Nigeria, so we grew some exotic stuff like yams. Do you know what a yam is? Yeah. yeah. Six legs, a yam. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm thinking of the right thing. Uh, can we ask you what difference you think there is between Northerners and Southerners in England? Oh, I think there are big differences. I think Northerners, I find, this is the stereotype, but it's true. Yeah. Northerners are in less of a rush, sure. I think. Sure, yeah. Northerners yeah. just, you know, I've never met a Northerner with severe anxiety before. Oh. I've never met... Well, nice to meet you. <laughs> I mean, Here if you're northern and you have severe anxiety, that's that's just terrible. Like, I'm sorry. That's like yeah. being Nigerian and having sunburns. It can happen. <laughs> yeah, but I've lived in... I think I've, I've noticed that I was more chilled out walking-wise than as soon as I moved to London. I walk yeah. like northerners so jog. Yeah. So basically, London gave you anxiety. Yeah. But in your natural habitat, you are absolutely fine. Yeah. Right now, you're in captivity. Yeah. Right? See, so I very rarely meet a northerner that's anxious, whereas you very rarely meet a Londoner that isn't. That's um, fair, where, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like the flu. We all have it, you know. <laughs> I, I would say uh, northerners are less spatially aware. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> 
I've never heard because that stereotype before. No, no, you know what it is? If you are running down some stairs at Victoria train station or King's Cross, <laughs> yeah. and somebody is standing in the middle of the stairs saying bye to their friend, they know them. They're northern. <laughs> they're northern or they're a tourist or and whatever country they're from, they're from the north. Right? Yeah. Because you know what it is? They have more space than us. Like, did you know up north? I mean, you do know this. You guys have backyards. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't even know those were real until I made friends with rich people in London. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know this happened. Oh, yeah. We'll have backyards. Some of the houses in in my hometown, leaving have a front garden. Front garden and back That's garden. Insane. Yeah. Even you know, in council council estate properties, you've got your front garden and your back garden, otherwise you wouldn't take crazy. the house. Yeah. You yeah. can actually, like, I remember going to, like, my agent's house because she's got a back, uh, back garden. I'm like, oh, wow, the park's behind you. And she <laughs> just looked at me like... <laughs> You poor fool. <laughs> oh. Do you have any um, yeah. any more stories um, from us from your um, local area of Croydon? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you can use this one for your podcast, but I once did a gig and someone got kidnapped. What? During the, during the gig. What? Yeah, I think we can use this. I, <laughs> my, my first question, are they okay now? Oh, they're fine now. It was, yeah. it was like that in... It was an intermediate kidnapping. They let him go afterwards. <laughs> it was the wildest thing because I was on stage performing. I was. He was on stage. Jokes. Yeah, I was on stage performing, oh. and I just done a bunch of jokes about gangs, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> oh no! Seventeen guys walk in. I'm oh, sorry, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it looked like you set it up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. It was crazy. You know. The wildest thing is the gig just kept going. <laughs> yeah, they're crazy. used to it. They're used to it. The show must go on. <laughs> That's terrifying. What a heckle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You, you could be next. I mean, how do you respond to that? Yeah. I mean, see, that's my defense. See, the reason I'm so heavy is because I'd be near impossible to kidnap. <laughs> Try picking me up. <laughs> it's a safety mechanism. Yeah. I love exactly. it. I love it. Gravity and I are very good friends. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Tell us about your tour. Tell us about your tour and then we'll let you go and get in another car. Thank you so much for having me on comedy. <laughs> I'm currently on a tour called The Purple Pill. And no, it has nothing to do with pharmaceuticals. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're going across the country delivering my brand of uh, chaos. And I'll be touring all the way. So March next year. Wow, wow. that's incredible. And uh, I hope to see some true northerners there. Oh, Please. I love it. Yeah. You've got to go and see Nabil. Careful with the seats. We've got no spatial awareness whatsoever. <laughs> Probably take up about six seats per person. And take some bodyguards in case you get kidnapped. <laughs> well, thank you so much for giving us your time you on your car you. journey. I mean, thank you. It was a, the pleasure was mine. I wish I you could have been less chaotic, but if it wasn't chaotic, it wouldn't be me. How <laughs> <laughs> much? Can you please tell me what's going on in Hull? Yeah, I can. I can. Now, this the article I've brought doesn't take place in Hull, but it features a Hull man. Can I just tell you a little quickly, yeah. little teaser? Yeah. Mine's a similar vibe, actually. <gasps> Oh. Oh. We've synced up. Oh. 
there's a word in the headline which makes this, which takes it from like, hmm, fine, to mm. what? Okay. Right. I'm listening. Amazing before and after photos of Scottish mansion Hullman accidentally bought. Oh, it happens to us all. Doesn't it? God, how many times have you done that? Mm. We're like, oh, bloody hell. What? Oh, no, I've just bought a mansion. Yeah. Oh, you're joking me. <laughs> I meant to buy a tuna pizza. Oh, you're kidding. They shouldn't put them on the same uh, <laughs> same shelf. <laughs> no. Well, Cal Hunter from Hull mm-hmm. and his partner Claire have spent four years so far doing up the derelict 120-year-old property. Fucking hell. <laughs> They're only young. They're in their 20s, right? And uh, they were trying to buy... a. <laughs> Trying to buy an apartment in Glasgow, mm. a flat, well, a that first was the flat. same price as a mansion. <laughs> well, it was at auction, right? Oh. And um, they thought they'd snapped up a discounted apartment in Glasgow for thirty grand before finding out that they were actually the new owners of a hundred and twenty-year-old property that needed major yeah. improvements. But for thirty grand, it's got to oh, be a bargain, yeah. right? Because if you do it up, oh, if you do it, is there a picture of this mansion? Yeah. So that this is them stood outside the mansion. I mean, it's got no windows. Oh yeah, and I think mansion's a big word. It's a big word. That's just a a nice a big, big house. house. But look inside. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> it's bad. Why has it got a bath of brown in it? It's real. It's a gravy bath. Real bad. Yeah, I mean the whole house needs like just structurally. It's. I reckon I could clean all the stuff out of it. Get rid of that bath. I don't even think I could do that. Yeah. I don't even think I could get this Ugh. to a base level. Oh, yeah. yeah. So basically, so they, uh, they'd placed a bid by mistake after struggling to understand the auctioneer's accent. Uh, well, auctioneers are the best of times. <laughs> yeah. But that and then Glasgow... Imagine if we go, I need an ambulance, someone call me an ambulance, someone call me an ambulance, someone ask to come on an ambulance, please, can you call me now? And everyone's like, 20 pounds. This be like that I'm all the time. Send me an ambulance, send me an ambulance, somebody get me an ambulance. Proposing to someone. Yeah. I love you so much, you make me really happy. I always want to go to the pleasure of me and my wife. Pardon? You know what you say, love? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty fucking obvious I'm on one knee and i got a ring point on your face. You're going to show you can work this out. Going, going, gone. Right, forget it. But Glasgow. Yeah, so they've so they've bought it. Um, um, And it says here, because auction bids in Scotland are legally binding, they had to go through with the purchase. There was no like, Mm. because you'd go, oh, bollocks. I didn't mean that. Oh, sorry, can we reverse that? No, legally binding. Even in the moment, you can't just go... Even in the moment. 30 grand, they go, oh, shit, no, sorry. No. Who said said 28? Let's go back to you, actually. What a weird law. Laws are lawian. Yeah. And I don't want to break one. No. No way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm keeping my hands down at, on auction then. Yeah. Well, even if you cough, you look funny, you do yeah. a wink. Then you've got a mansion with a old bath full of brown in old it. Bath. Oh, it's absolutely rank. Yeah. But they're doing it up. And if you... Um, Good on them. Look at this. That's what that's what the bathroom looks like. Oh, it does look nice. Do you know what I mean? They're getting there. They are doing it. it. I do think, how much does it cost to completely do a bath? Look, a lot of money, I'm sure. But say it costs them £100,000. Yeah. A house looks like it'd be worth a million. Yeah. That's a big profit. Yeah. Yeah, I might do that, actually. Yeah. I'm going to go on a property auction website. 
I'm yeah. doing it. I'm doing it, doing it, doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then turn up to my house and bought him. I regret this more than anything in my life. <laughs> I don't have the funds to do this up. Also, you'd have to live in Scotland. Yeah. We can't do the pod. No. That's a shame, Ian. I have to do it over Zoom. Oh, I'd hate that. Yeah. Hello. No. Nope. That's me being <laughs> Scottish. That's my Scottish estate agent. Has bathrooms got a ghost? <laughs> Just him in the background going, Be gone, spirit! Be gone! Keen McCallum. Yeah. His head spinning around. <laughs> Should we reschedule this Zoom, Ian? <laughs> Give me a second. Be gone! <laughs> the power of God compels you to leave! And oh. I'm Ian Smith. <laughs> yeah. Just go out panning. Oh, sorry, Amy. Yeah, I mean, what have been up to this week? You've heard it. Just exercise my house of a demon. <laughs> Fuck off, I'm tired. <laughs> oh <my laughs> if God. you remember that episode, little callback. Little callback. Little callback um, for the lads. Oh, well, lovely. Good on them. Good on them. So there you go. So they've they've accidentally, because they couldn't understand the accent, they've accidentally bought, I'm going to call it the house from hell. <laughs> but it won't always be the house from hell. No. But currently, it is the house from hell. Yeah. Be gone! Brown bath water! Sort of yeah, thing. be annoying to live with someone who, rather than, like, emptying the bath and doing anything practical, just shouted, be gone at everything. <laughs> hey, can you do the dishes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be gone, dishes! Dirt, remove yourself! Hey, up, cock. Hey, Ed. Mm-hmm. Come on! <laughs> Okay. Um, Come on, stop leaving us in suspense, waiting, wanting, desiring to know what the hell has been going on in Ghoul. Well, as I said, this is a bit like you. This is someone yeah. from Ghoul, yeah. and it's very close to Ghoul. It's just outside Drax, Drax. Tower Station, or the town. Drax. Drax in North Yorkshire. Never heard of Drax. And Sean Stewart from Ghoul yeah. took some photos when he came across the accident. <gasps> Uh-oh. And you're thinking, oh, is this going to be a sad story? Yeah. But let me just, I'm going to give you the quote and you'll immediately know it isn't a bad story. Okay. So he took a photo of the accident and said, I've never seen so many pickles in my whole life. <laughs> it's lucky the pickles rolled away from the road, otherwise it could have been a serious accident. Which is a very short article. I'd say it's like 100 words max. Thousands of pickled onions spill from an overturned pickled lorry. Onions. It looks horrible. They're in like little big like uh, containers. It's, that road is going to stink. Oh, my God. Yeah, drivers were left in a pickle Ew. when a lorry overturned and pickled onions spilled over the A614 near Drax in Yorkshire. Wait, so have the pickled onions just been transported... In like barrels. They're, they're not in a container. They're just in a lorry. They're in, in oh, a they're lorry. In barrels. Yeah, in black barrels. Right. Um, with pickled onions. I'd have thought they'd jar them up, transport the jars. Well, I guess they're getting them to the jarring. Oh, right. So before place. they get in the jarring factory, they're just being pickled in big barrels. And um, <laughs> I mean, the article is so short. It's basically. A lorry tipped over, pouring the tasty treats along the edge of the road on a grassy verge. Despite the eye-watering scenes, no one was hurt. And then the rest of the article is the quotes I've just told you. <laughs> That's the art in its entirety. Some pickled onions have spilt. 
and someone took a picture of him. And Sean Stewart has been described as a 50-year-old pickle enthusiast. <laughs> that can't be true. What are the chances of pickle enthusiast? Yeah. Unless he's following it. He's following the lorry. Like a pickle spotter. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Give us a look. Come on, let's in the back. I just want to have a look at the pickles. <laughs> if you're a pickle enthusiast, it's not like they're not unavailable to you. Go to the shop. Let me look in a barrel. I just want to... I just want to have a look at the pickles. I'll buy a barrel direct. <laughs> Jar's not enough for me. Give me a barrel of pickles. Can I have, just have a look at them? I won't touch them. I just want to have a look in the van. All he wants is to Let look at look the pickles. The and it crashes. He'll, everyone else has been like, oh, God, I hope the driver's all right. He's like, oh, yes! <laughs> There's been a pickle crash. He's taking all his clothes off, running towards it, diving into the pickles. <laughs> Trousers, just lying in the pickle spillage. Or he's... Like there'll be like a quarter of a barrel that's still full of pickles. Taking the lid off, he's getting in, squeezing in up to his neck in pickles. Oh yes, I'm a little pickle boy. Goes his heads in. You see bubbles coming up. Everyone's Sean, breathe, breathe. He's back under. Deep breath, back under. Back under. Back under in his pickles. Happiest he's ever been. Yeah. You'd think, though, if that was really his true dream, mm. he could have done that in his own house. You could have bought loads of pickles. Could have bought a barrel. Could have yeah, got well, in. What are you thinking, Sean? Sean, you don't have to wait for a collision. <laughs> buy a barrel, buy your pickles, get him in. I'm just doing a quick this. search for Sean Stewart. There's a Kelly Sean Stewart, the University of Alabama. Keep talking about Alabama in recent episodes. What is it with Alabama? <laughs> that sounds like I never want to come after the jingle. <laughs> what is it with Alabama? <laughs> to Alabama? Do you think, what do you think happened to the spilt pickled onions? Do you think they went back in the barrels? Do you think we've, do you uh, think they've been, oh, have we on eaten the shelves. them? Yeah. You can't leave them there to biodegrade. No. Because it would cause an infestation, surely, of foul beasts, foxes, rats. Monster munch. Monster munch. <laughs> um, yeah, I reckon they'll have had to just be scooped up in a big yeah. bin. or Barrels are basically a bin. Yeah. Because you reckon if he's like got 50 barrels and 20 of the barrels are all right, he's had to go with his 20 barrels and they've like, let's have a 30. Oh, inside at motorway, pickle enthusiast rubbing his naked body over him. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, can't use them. Is that that Sean guy? He's a nightmare. <laughs> CCTV footage of him at the fence <laughs> of the factory. Come on! Like, we're literally putting him in jars, Sean. You can buy the jars! <laughs> I'm characterising everyone who's really fed up with this, Sean. <laughs> Fuck's sake, Sean. Um, yeah, what do, you, what do you think happened? I reckon they'll have seen what's salvageable and some of them will have gone back into the into yeah. the barrels. Yeah, because where there's a pile of pickles, you get the ones that aren't touching the floor. Where there's a pile of pickles, the pickles aren't touching the floor. That's too interesting. Peter, Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled onions off the side of the motorway. Hello? <laughs> yeah. no, it seems easier, that one, actually. Yeah, it does. It the first is, time. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's not a tongue twister, it's just a sentence. Yeah. Can you do, um, to end the episode, can you do the red lorry, yellow lorry? Can you do that one easy? Red lorry, yellow lorry, red lorry, yellow lorry, red lorry, yellow lorry, red lorry, yellow lorry. That's why you get voiceover work. Yeah, I tell you what, Because you can though, speak. I was... 
It does help. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. It does help. I was live on Channel 4. Oh, yeah. But a few nights ago. Mm. And I had to say, busy body bastard, twice. Do you know what I said both times? Oh, no. Busy body bastard. <laughs> and I said it wrong the first time and I felt all this adrenaline come up and I thought, it's all right. It's the last word in the piece I had to yeah. do. I had to call someone a busy body bastard. And I thought, all right, I fucked that up. It's all right, it's live. But the next time I'm going to fucking nail it. And I shouted, busy, bozzy bastard. And I was like, and then I literally, I literally said to Chris, so I'm in a double act with. And I didn't realise that this was still captured. I went, I said it wrong both times. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I can do red lorry, yellow lorry, sure. Can I do busy, yeah. body bastard when I need to? Yeah. No way. Busy, body bastard, busy, body bastard. Biddy, biddy, biddy. Hey, uh, yeah, you this, see? I start to go biddy, body. Biddy, body. Well, that's something in between episodes for you guys to try at home. Busy body bastards. There's a busy bozzy... Yeah, yeah it's her. you see. There's a busy body bastard in a red lorry and a yellow lorry. <gasps> Do that. Do that to yourself and don't stop doing it till a new episode comes out. <laughs> but what we're trying to say is thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it and we'd love it if you were signed up to our Patreon mm-hmm. or our Apple subs. Once we've done 100 episodes on Patreon and Apple subs... We're going to give away a barrel of pickled onions. Yes. Yeah. And spoiler alert, Sean's going to be in it. <laughs> yeah. Sean suddenly signed up <laughs> under about five different email addresses of Patreons. I'm in that drawer. And of course. Thanks to our special thank- guest, Nabil Abdul Rashid. And wow, what a guest committed to doing the pod, even though he was in two cars. But you should go and see uh, Nabil's tour, The Purple Pill. It's playing all over the place. There's tons of dates all the way until March the 8th in Croydon. (gasps) He's ending it on home turf. He's ending it at the Ashcroft Theatre in Croydon. Follow us on Instagram and uh, and all that jazz. Yeah. Do what you want, though. Do you know what I mean? Just live your life. Keep listening. Send us your stories. Yeah. Live your best lives. Yeah. And don't be a busy, bossy bastard. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello everyone, it's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show, it's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there!